This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast for the Bank Holiday Weekend. It's Friday evening, the 29th of April, and this is episode 83. Brought to you by County Tipperary Skillnet. Flexible, industry-relevant, subsidised training for people in business. Find out more at countytipperaryskillnet.com or call this number 05261 91105. Skillnet Ireland is funded from the National Training Fund through the Department of Further and Higher Education research, innovation and science. So, how was your week? All good, I hope. Well done to the Clonmel rugby team who beat the City of Derry last weekend in the Division 2 relegation playoff at Agia. Now, the away leg is this coming weekend in Derry, so good luck to the Clonmel Rugby Club. It was record store day last Saturday at Golden Disc at the Showground Shopping Centre. I met Ian Anderson there during the week. He was saying it went very, very well. Hope you enjoyed buying your classic vinyl. United Cricket Clonmel opened their new pitch at Shanbali Lisrona during the week, which is great. Great news. Also, great to see a new business open in town. Best of luck to Pizza Max, located at the Hot Shots Bowling Alley out the Powerstown Road. It also looks like speed cushions or speed ramps are to be installed outside Clarehan National School to slow down traffic. Meanwhile, over the Coval Road, vehicles, I'm afraid, are still breaking the speed limit there and speed ramps are once again being called for there. Staying with cars, there was calls this week for more EV charging points in town. We have 12 in Clonmel. I never knew that. Is that all 12? And finally, congratulations to Dylan Maher, who defended his super middleweight ISKA title last weekend. Well done, Dylan. So, what is coming up this week on the Clonmel Podcast? I made my way to meditation at St. Oliver's Parish Hall. I also speak to volunteers from Kilsheel and Tiny Towns. And Phil Guida finishes his marathon 1,000-kilometre walk cycle for Kunser. All this and more coming up. The Clonmel Podcast. But first, Phil Guida finished his marathon 1,000-kilometre walk cycle for Kunser today. And I caught up with him outside Kunser's offices in Parnell Street. I'm here in Parnell Street outside Kunzair's office in Jervis Place, number three Jervis Place, and Phil Guida has just finished his 1,000 kilometre walk cycle for Kunzair. How do you feel? Actually, I feel good. Honest to God, I really feel good. Slightly tired, but, you know, it's an achievement I didn't even think I could ever, ever master. And it wasn't just about Kunzair. I think, in, in, in addition to this, it's about my own achievement. Seriously. And having said that, to have raced a lot of money for, for, for this wonderful, wonderful service. It's just, you know, beyond my any my expectation. How was the last few kilometres for you? I went over the thousand, believe it or not, because I got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd done 1,010. 1,010 kilometres? Yeah, which, uh, it, it was good, actually. You know, walking up from, the, from, from uh, the last few steps and seeing my wife there, my grandson and my daughter, it was just a great feeling. And neighbour, you know, it was a really lovely feeling. And Breda from Concert, great achievement. Unbelievable achievement. On behalf of Concert, Mark just wants to say such a huge, huge heartfelt thank you to Phil. We so appreciate every single mile he did. And also, apart from the money, Mark, I just want to say the awareness of domestic violence, you know, that Phil has put out there. There's been numerous um, 
radio programs. As late as this morning, a lady called just to say she just heard Phil on the radio and she would like to offer 50 euro towards the organisation. We've had, I think, four or five calls this morning in the last hour following on his last radio. So thank you for the money that you raised and for the awareness that he's raised regarding domestic violence in Clonmel. And we are forever grateful to him. So big, big thank you. I think, I think the awareness surpasses everything. Seriously, I mean, you know, so yeah, I'm delighted. And it won't stop here, I'm sure. There'll be more to come. Now, we'll be speaking to you, Breda, at some stage for the podcast about Kunsir as well. In the meantime, Breda, thank you. And Phil, well done again. Thanks very much indeed, Mark. And thank you for being very supportive every week down the Blue Way. It was my pleasure. We had fun as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks a million, Mark. Thanks again on behalf of Kunsir. Well done again to Phil Guida. Also during the week, I made my way to Kilsheelan and spoke to members from the Kilsheelan Tidy Towns. I've come to the gorgeous village of Kilsheelan on a beautiful Saturday afternoon and I'm meeting up with the Kilsheelan Tidy Towns. I'm first joined by Breda O'Mara. Breda, welcome to the Clonmel Podcast. We're in the river garden here. This is fabulous, isn't it? It's absolutely beautiful. Um, Beautifully planted and uh, lovely seats to sit and admire the river and the view. And I think if you're travelling around the Blue Way or down the Blue Way, you have to have a visit to the River Garden, don't absolutely. you? Absolutely. It's an absolute must, yeah. Who was behind putting this all together? Well, I think it was Tidy Towns, really, you know, and a lot of the work was done by the guys, uh, very talented guys from the CE scheme. Uh, and uh, and the planting then, uh, Kilsheel and Tidy Towns took over. And Tom, you got a bit of Tom Calories here too. You've got a bit of history on the River Garden, haven't you? Ah, yes, we do. Uh, this was the former resting spot of the horses that pulled uh, small barges up and down the river before railway and before roadways. So grain and fuel would have been taken up and down the river. So there was a historic towpath along the river all the way from Carrick, which was tidal, up to Clonmel, which was still as obviously right back to the time of Cromwell, was a busy commercial inland town. Uh, so this is a resting spot. Kilcheelan's roughly halfway. We're nearer to Clonmel, uh, where the horses uh, rested and presumably were fed. And then originally the original septic tank of the village was positioned here. That's been decommissioned by a newer plant. And that was shaped by the Clonmel Enterprise guys, led by Simon Malloy, into a barge. And then they did other stonework features here, uh, also attached uh, well. Um, and other features to capitalise on what we call native uh, building and structural design. Uh, Stone beds built in, uh, beehive to reflect the the historic church behind us, which is the origin of the village of uh, St. Sillan. And um, then we do the planting as well. It looks absolutely amazing, so credit to you all. Brida, tell us the history of Cashel and Tidy Towns. Well, it's... uh Tidy Town started in the late 50s and I'm not sure when exactly Kilsheelan became involved but they certainly were were involved early on and won the competition uh, twice in the 70s in 1975 and 1979 and I think there's been continuous involvement in the competition um, all of this time. Uh, I know in the last maybe 10 or 15 years there probably was a a renewal Um, some of the people who had kept it going all along were getting older and uh, and some new blood came in and and so uh, we just started and 
it developed so well and we've done so much planting every year our marks have increased uh, up to uh, last year we were only three marks behind the overall winner Ennis two two I beg your pardon mm. and so we know that we're getting close and it is our ambition we don't uh, hi, we don't shy away from saying we want to win and and we believe we will and there was a gold award last year so yeah we've won gold medal since 2017 and it's actually very difficult for a small place to win then there's only about 20 or 30 of them in the country and there's about 650 700 villages in the tidy towns there's 840 towns and villages in total last year uh, a much smaller uh, obviously number of larger towns and big towns but they win a lot more medals because I suppose there is a different side to the competition in that regard. So in that sense, it can be very different. You know, we wouldn't really compare ourselves with Kilkenny. Kilkenny have, you know, a huge, say, municipal uh, council apparatus, uh, but they do obviously have a very vibrant tidy towns and they would have about 50 residents associations. So that's a totally different scale to what we're doing. We're working on a much smaller scale, but you know, again, what Breda said, you know, our group went down to about four people at an AGM about 20 years ago. And there very much was a, well, are we stopping or are we going on? And there was a call out at that time and they, they've kept it going. The competition has moved on dramatically uh, since the early days when Kilchilin won. The most noticeable aspects that I would notice from this, and I wasn't here in those days, is that um, a lot of the winners way back in the 50s, 60s and 70s, some of them are not even competing anymore, never mind competing at the level we are. And uh, it's not about being in a pretty place, cutting the lawns and keeping the flower beds and hanging baskets neat anymore. Very much the emphasis on biodiversity and sustainability. Uh, it's like running a small business and um, we've really embraced that uh, we, we've, we've really embraced what it takes to, you know uh, making proper maps and doing um, a lot of forward planning and serious project planning is involved in the project and then one of the guys who's kept the show on the road a long time uh, Tommy Lonergan he's been our chairperson up until last year for almost 25 years so he was there in really lean days he won um, the Tidy Towns Community Hero Award in 2016 so that was a big lift for us because when you enter awards like that, again, you're entering awards potentially from 850 towns and villages. And uh, so 10 were nominated and he was picked as the one overall. And that was uh, six years ago. You know, he's put a lot of work in since then, as have a lot of other people. Obviously, it's impossible to mention them all. But um, yeah, we've gone from about 90 about 12 years ago to third, joint third with three other towns and villages last year. We've had three adjudications now since 2018 and they've all, we can really see the adjudicator has bought into what we've done and they've really read what we've written, uh, studied it, criticised it, but definitely bought into it and we've been rewarded with huge uplifting points which has brought us up to third place last year. And Brida, do you have many volunteers? Well, um, on a regular basis, there are probably eight or ten of us that are out every Saturday morning and and then others who will go out when the time suits them. Um, but that would be the core working group uh, in it. But then, apart from that, you have people who like to do their own thing, are making their contribution, um, but not necessarily um, doing it on, you know, the 
the hours that that we would do on a Saturday morning. But and uh, it's, it's very hard to quantify how many people are involved in that way. But there, it, it's significant. I mean, I think. Uh, people generally locally appreciate where they live and appreciate the work that the Tidy Towns does uh, to make the place. Uh, and as Tom said, maybe you know the the colour and the flower beds and everything is not uh, is not the, a huge requirement, but nevertheless, it's it's nice. It's pretty and we'd still we'd still aim to have the place looking colourful and 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 uh, and neat and tidy. You know, be honest about it. It is hard work, isn't it? I know it is, but then I suppose the way I look at it is, you know, you could be in a gym sweating on a treadmill, but you might as well <laughs> be, be doing something. And it is backbreaking, there's no doubt about mm. that. Gardening is not good on your body in some ways, but it's very good on your mind and your head. Uh, for instance, we had a guy come in and do the lawnmower, a, sit- a ride-on last year. Uh, so he's been in the village all his life. Uh, but he, he, he has done bits and pieces with us but he got involved with doing that seriously last year because our regulars were injured and he loves it because it cleared his head he said and sure it's great for us it's someone going around you know doing a heavy some of the heavy lifting and um so yeah it's it's very much a spring and summer activity but we do actually work all year because one we're getting the weather for it and two it, as much as you can get done in the winter it really prepares you properly for the spring and summer summer planting yeah yeah and and it's, it's amazing there is always something to be done you know uh, every uh, everywhere you look around you there's something else that's uh, needing attention and uh, we just move around the village you know it's it was the the um lilac or the lavender bed this morning it'll be the showcase beds probably next saturday morning and you know and by the time everything is done we'll be back to the the uh, lavender bed again you know so it just goes on and on but it's rewarding i think it's it really is rewarding i mean it, to me it's lovely to work with plants i just love it therapeutic we, isn't it it's absolutely mm. i wish the, the weeds wouldn't grow so well oh, but no. yeah <laughs> but but working with plants is is therapeutic yeah it's, it's 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 really lovely and being out as tom says you're out in the air and it's healthy and you know it certainly beats sitting inside in the four walls. If people do want to volunteer, give a hand, what can they do? Just come Just out. Just turn up on a Saturday Just morning? Just turn up on a Saturday morning. We have a WhatsApp group uh, and uh, anybody that shows any interest would be included in the WhatsApp group. And and so on Friday, it will, you know, it'll be decided what we do tomorrow. And so anybody who's free to come along. And we're, there's no coercion. Well, not much anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of good banter, um, but no, we uh, we had um, a new th- a new project start last Thursday, uh, led by Mika Brosnan, who's an ecologist, and she did a biodiversity study for us a few years ago, uh, sponsored by the council, and she did a subsequent survey on her own behest to come out and see how we were doing and how we were progressing at a different time of year. But she was starting a Creative Ireland Botanical Art um, project. So she has done, collaborated with us to pull in people, not just our group and not just artists, but to show people the local fauna that is growing along the, the river here to, to draw it as best they can and to make a showcase out of that. So she's sponsored by Creative Ireland to do that. And literally one lad came along, he's running the farm across the road, and he just read that on Facebook. He would no interest in doing the art, which is fair enough, because neither would I. But 
that that drew in another member which is great for us covid drew in a lot of people be, uh, because they were held up locally in lockdown and suddenly they were interested in, in nature because uh, you know that's where they were uh, and that's the same everywhere that's not just unique to us uh, so that's been very positive for us but we do need new blood and we need the younger blood uh, because the cohort in a, all groups is of retired people and obviously there's only so much you can expect them to do but we have a great cohort of people of all ages we have people over 80 doing voluntary work in our community and they're brilliant barn lodge where the food is delicious and just out the road too are having a fundraiser fest tomorrow saturday it's a live music gig to support irish hospice with all monies raised going directly to the charity jimmy williams will be playing in the courtyard from 6 30 followed by the tipperary ramblers get your tickets now by contacting fundraiserfest at gmail.com barn lodge on 052 61 or if you prefer, pick up your tickets on the night. The old Mordant's Car Sales building on the Carrageen Roundabout there at the Powerstown Road is set to get a new lease of life, with planning application being lodged with Tipperary County Council by Geared Up Limited for a change of business use. If approved, it will be a warehouse with trade counters. It's been vacant for quite a while, that building, hasn't it? In crime news, two bikes were taken from a house on the Cashel Road area of the town last weekend. An adult's black and white Ridgeback mountain bike and a child's orange bicycle. Any information, please, to the Clomagardi on this number, 05261 Gardi are also looking for your help regarding an assault and robbery that took place down the Blue Way by Mulcahy Park. This happened on Wednesday at around 5pm where the man's phone was taken. Any information please to the Clonmel Gardi on this number 05261-77642. There was also an attempted break-in at the Labrooks Bookies at the Square Feathered last Monday. This happened in the early hours of the morning around 2, 2.30am. The thieves were disturbed during the break-in and sped off in a black SUV. Once again, any information to the Clonmore Guardian 052617642. Now, you may have noticed the gorgeous yellow rapeseed flowers in the fields around Clonmel, but we've been asked to keep our dogs away from them as they may be extremely poisonous to our pets, also causing blindness, damage to the nervous system and breathing difficulties. So the best thing to do is really avoid walking through them, especially with your dog. Clonmel Applefest are looking for 16 writers to interview skilled artisans. This is in partnership with the Casual Arts Festival. You'll be mentored by journalist and ghostwriter Sue Leonard and have your stories published in two booklets in the autumn. Get more information on the Clonmel Applefest Facebook page. Here's some great news. It looks like we'll have an annual music festival in Tipperary next year. More details to follow on the When Next We'll Meet two-day festival at the launch at Raheen House Hotel in July. Can't wait to hear more about this. Anthony Hawkins, as you know, takes some amazing photos. Well worth checking out his Facebook page right now because he's selling some of these beautiful pictures. Go to Anthony Hawkins Photography on Facebook. Loretto Secondary School, class of 97, are having their 25th year school reunion at Mulcahy's Bar in town on Saturday, the 11th of June at 8pm. That's said to be a wild night, isn't it? You just know it is. 
The Clawmill Golf Club are having a ladies' open day on Wednesday, the 25th of May. Three ball champagne scramble, members 7 euros, visitors 15. You can book online via BRS or call 05261 24050. Bingo! Oh, yes, continues this bank holiday Monday at Hillview Sports Club. Jackpot is 1,000 euros, prize money standing at two grand. And being a bank holiday, they'll be raffling off a fabulous hamper. The Clarmel Podcast, Job Spot. This week's jobs, orthodontics by Jackie are looking for a treatment coordinator, 15 to 19 euros per hour. Full training will be given. More on ie.indeed.com. Little in town are hiring. 12.90 an hour. Go to jobs.little.ie for all the information. Office receptionist wanted at James Whelan Butchers, 27 to 30 grand a year. Once again, ie.indeed.com slash jobs has the details. Macaulay Pharmacy at the Poppy Fields are hiring. They're looking for a photo bar assistant and sales assistant. More on macaulay.ie slash careers. And finally, Boston Scientific are looking for product builders. Six-month contract. More on job.bostonscientific.com. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clomel podcast, email Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, time for this week's interview. And the other week, I made my way to St. Oliver's Parish Hall to try out some Twin Hearts meditation. The Clomel Podcast. It's a Tuesday evening. I've made my way to St. Oliver's Parish Hall here to experience Twin Hearts meditation with the facilitator, Jenny Hannigan, who joins me now on the Clonmel podcast. Jenny, I've never did this before. I'm so looking forward to some meditation. Great, Mark. Thanks for coming. Um, yes, we're up here on the third Tuesday of every month um, at half seven up here in the lovely Parish Hall in St. Oliver's. Um, we've been here about five years uh, before lockdown began and we're back facilitating face-to-face now again so it's brilliant. What can I experience tonight from the meditation? Twin Hearts Meditation uh, was founded by Master Chua Koksui. Um He designed it because we have our physical shower for our physical body. So this is kind of like an energetic shower for our mental and emotional body. So it's very, very cleansing. It's kind of flushing technique. So it's quite powerful. So we activate the heart. That's the heart center in front of the physical heart. And we activate the crown heart, what we're connected up to. And we um, activate them then to have a real downpouring of an enormous downpouring of energy. So there's different variations of meditations. Why Twin Hearts? Twin Hearts is very um, flushing um, for negative emotions of the emotional and mental body. So it's a real powerful technique. Um, It's for 18s plus. Um, So we do it to de-stress, increase um, calmness, achieve focus, concentration, um, flush out any negative emotions um, to, to help with stress and anxiety. How long will the meditation last? The meditation itself is only 22 minutes and we do a few gentle exercises before it and a few gentle exercises after it. Everyone's capable of doing them and we sit in a chair uh, for the 22 minutes during the meditation and then afterwards we just shake it off and do a few more exercises. What's the idea of the exercises? The exercise is to help flush out any congestions that's already there because we'll all have different levels of congestion, we'll all have different um levels of trauma or stress or emotions depending on what's going on in our lives so we just kind of shake it up a little bit like you you'd feel better after going for a walk or just using your body so we just flush out a few um a bit of congestion before we start so that you can take in more during the meditation now i believe there's a, a mini pranic healing clinic can you tell me what that's about 
After the meditation, um, some of us volunteer our time to give a mini healing at the end. So it's a stress protocol. So on top of the meditation, then if anyone wants to hang back. Um, so we work on everyone for like about five, 10 minutes, depending on how many people are here. And, and this is all the meditation and the mini healing clinic is down to donation. It's There's no fee involved. So there's no charge, but uh, donations are welcome. And the donations go then to charity. Fantastic. Just very quickly, can you explain what pranic healing is to me? Pranic healing is a tried and tested um, non-touch energy therapy. So it's very systematic and scientific in its approach and um, we kind of work on the approach that we heal ourselves. So we just facilitate the healing that the body knows how to do itself. All right, I'm looking forward to it. We're about to go in and do the exercises. For the moment, Jenny Hannigan, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Okay, so we're about to start the meditation. Jenny's about to say something here. Hello all, uh, thank you for coming. Um, I'm just going to um, start off by um, explaining what we're going to do here this evening with the Twin Hearts meditation. It's different to other meditations as in we actually um, get a downpouring of energy and release it out to flush out any congestion that's in the energy body. So we have to first think of a happy thought to activate the heart center and then think of another happy thought to activate the crown center. And that's where the Twin Hearts comes from. Um, Master Joe Coxie will mention putting the tongue to the roof of your mouth to, um, to increase the energy flow coming down into the body and he will ask you to face your palms up and, and visualize the earth in front of you so that you're actually letting the energy pass through you and you're blessing the earth and at the end then you can actually bless your family, friends, any projects or goals that you're thinking of so it's very very healing for yourself, it's very very healing for your loved ones now that we've explained that we just want to flush out the energy body because we've all different levels of congestion so we just do some gentle exercises first before we sit down and relax and enjoy the meditation so we start with super brain yoga so what we do is we put our left hand to our right ear and our right hand to our left ear and thumbs face into the front Okay, so the Twin Hearts meditation is finished. I'm now joined by Maria. Maria, what did you think of the meditation this evening? As usual, I thought it was fabulous. I have been doing this for about three or four years now. And I have to say it was a godsend during the lockdown. Um, I found it helps me to be very calm and stress-free. And tonight was no different. So you've been coming for quite a while? I have, and Jenny is amazing. Um, It doesn't matter whether there's six or seven or 26 or 27. It will go ahead once a month and Jenny is always here. So it's fantastic to have that to rely on and look forward to. Would you recommend people who haven't thought about trying meditation before, especially here at St Oliver's Parish every third Tuesday, to give it a go? Absolutely. Once you're over 18, I would recommend all walks of life come here. Uh, It's for everybody. If you have stress, which most of us do, well, then it's going to help. I'm now joined by George, who's also experienced a Twin Hearts meditation here at St. Oliver's Parish Hall this evening. George, how did you find it? I find it very interesting. Um, uh, the fact that my wife has passed away about eight years ago, and I'm still, I still think a lot of, of her. Understandable. And I find this is very... Uh, Helps you? Yeah, it's very healing and calming and um, kind of think there is, there is a future. Yeah. There is a future. 
Would you recommend people who may have not have tried it before give it a go? Oh, I would. You know, as long as you've got an open mind. Mm. Um, yeah, I, w- I certainly would. I certainly would recommend. I know that uh, after the meditation there, um, I felt really relaxed, and you know, I thought, oh, this is. I'm beginning to feel good again, you know. And was it your first time coming this evening? Uh, no, I've been twice before, but that was before lockdown. It's the first time I've been uh, since it's opened up. And I gather you'll be back. Oh, I will. I will indeed, yeah. I'm now joined by Maria and Anne, who've also experienced the Twin Hearts meditation. And firstly to you, what did you think? I loved it. It's not my first time I've been here before, and is it nearly two and a half years before? And I got to know it by um, attending the care area here in Clonmel when my husband had cancer. So this is what brought me here. So you find it very beneficial? I do, yes. Maria, it was your first time, I believe. Yes, um, I found it very gentle and pure love. And you found it beneficial for you as well? Very beneficial, yeah. I feel good now. It's great if you're anyway stressed or anxious about something, isn't it? Yes, I would definitely say so. You just unwind, you take, yeah, and you don't, you nearly want to stay there. Yeah. You'll have to come back next month. Yes, I will. I'm now joined by another gentleman who enjoyed the Twin Hearts meditation here at St Oliver's this evening. How did you find it? Um, I found it very relaxing and uh, everybody sat back and very deep relaxation as there was um, music playing in the background and a um, very relaxing evening. And that's it. Anyway, if you feel any way stressed or anxious, you just feel different when you leave, don't you? Uh, yes, absolutely. The atmosphere in the complete room seemed to be one of everybody sat back and uh, very relaxed and people just sat back and listened to the meditation and kind of concentrated on it. And there's a very easygoing atmosphere with uh, some incense, nice aroma in the place as well. Yeah, the atmosphere in there is perfect. Um, did you find with the meditation it's easy for your mind to wander? Um, yes, it takes a little time, I think, to get into a meditation, but uh, here it's very relaxing because everybody is of a similar kind of a mentality. They're all really kind of hoping to uh, succeed in having a really good evening of meditation and pranic healing. Yes, I noticed you got the pranic healing from Jenny. How did you find that? Uh, I found it very, very relaxing again, and uh, it was a fairly short few minutes, but it was just something that is is very nice to go through and a nice experience, and uh, you feel very well after that. All right, listen, thank you very much. No doubt you'll be back again next month. Uh, Yes, please, God, yeah, back regular. Thank you very much. Take care, thank you. So the meditation and the mini pranic healing has finished. I'm now back with facilitator Jenny Hannigan. Jenny, that was an amazing experience. Again, it's my first time being here this evening. It is really, really lovely. Yes, afterwards, um, everyone need, everyone's just so relaxed. We actually need to get up and do a few exercises afterwards just so that it's safe for people to drive and just come back around because it's very, very cleansing. It's very, very relaxing. So it helps with flushes out stress and anxiety and anything that you're holding on to for the day, the week. 
So we do it here monthly on the third Tuesday of every month up in St. Oliver's and we also do it the first Monday morning at 9.45 in the Arts Centre in Clonmel. And there is no fee, there is no charge, but donations are welcome and those donations are given to MCKS Charity Ireland that uh, help feeding programs and homelessness and mental health um, services and it's also in other counties so this one is South Tipperary but there is ones in other counties so if you wanted to find one near you there is a schedule and a list of where they're at on pranichealinginireland.com so it's pranichealinginireland.com and the schedule is there. I have to ask you about the exercises you're also explaining that Certain exercises, I think it was the super brain yoga and the bouncing, you can do that at any time during the day to help you get your boost of energy back. Mm. It actually activates the brain, plus plus it grounds you. So it actually is very, very good for three o'clock slumps or if you have a long drive ahead of you, if you're tired. So it's good to reinvigorate yourself and it's good for the brain. It feeds the brain and it also grounds you. So it's very good to do that 30 to 50 bounces. You're activating the base um, energy center. That's something else I learned here tonight, which is great. I can now take away with me and do this on my own. Mm, you can. And the Super Brain Yoga is very, very good. There is a short 10 minute video on YouTube that um, teaches the benefits of it. So it, it just helps the right and left brain function. It helps with um, learning difficulties, um, low concentration levels. It, if you struggle with focus or concentration or coordination, anything like that, Super Brain Yoga is very, very good. Also, I noticed near the end of the meditation, we put our hands back up. My hands were tingling, they were warm. Can you tell me why that was? The reason that is, Mark, is because there's a, a huge uh, downpouring of energy during the Twin Hearts meditation. And so you're actually cleansing yourself and blessing and giving to the earth. So what you put out there, you get back. So if you were, have a lot of congestion going on in your energy body, you mightn't be as sensitive to feel that. But the more you experience the Twin Hearts, the more you get your energy body flushed out and you help um, flush out any congestion regarding any negative emotions or um, in your mental or emotional body you'll actually become more sensitive to it and you'll actually feel that there's energy coming out and going to the earth in front of you so that's the tingling that you experienced you actually felt the release of excess energy that you were getting rid of at the end of the meditation I was wondering what's happening to my hands but I, I felt great after the meditation I felt so relaxed and any troubles or stress I had had just disappeared yeah it's hard to actually think of something that you were stressed about or annoyed about at the end um, because momentarily those thoughts that you were holding on to from your day or from your week has been flushed out. Will I get a good night's sleep tonight? You most definitely will. After the mini healing session though I would advise you not to shower this evening, just wait till tomorrow evening. But yes, you'll find you're sleeping well. How long have you been involved in pranic healing? Me myself, I've been involved since 2015. So it's flying by, it's, it's great to be involved. How did you get involved? I actually got involved because I uh, fell. I had a soreness and I had a pranic healer work on me. And um, he simply explained that the pain, the bruising that I was feeling was congestion in my body. So that if he removed the congestion through pranic healing, um, the non-touch energy therapy, that the body would just naturally heal itself. 
and uh, it's our congestion that slows down the healing process that the body does naturally. Did you feel any sensation when the pranic healer was working on you? No, I actually didn't. Really? I, I, I didn't feel anything while it was happening. But when I stood up, I wasn't tender or sore like I was before the session. And you were thinking, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, oh, my God, I have to learn this. I have to know it now. So I, was, I, I signed up to the next course. How can people maybe take a pranic healing course? They can go onto the same website uh, to find the meditation. They can, all the courses are, are um, listed there that's available throughout the country. It's pranichealinginireland.com. Um, it's the Institute of Pranic Healing UK and Ireland. And you'd start, what, level one? There's a level one. There's advanced pranic and pranic psychotherapy and a few lovely ones after that. Now, you're also involved in kinesiology, and I believe you're a therapist at Nadal Wellness Centre? I am, yes. I'm a kinesiologist the last 15 years, so it just naturally progressed into the pranic healing. It just made sense to me. The way it was taught, it was very scientific-based, and it was very hands-on. Um, it was the, There was a methodology to it, and it just made sense to me, and um, you see the results. But it originated from my interest in, in, in holistic healing, energy healing. Would they be very similar therapies, pranic healing, kinesiology? Kinesiology has four different sections. There's um, structural work like pull muscles, aches, pains, trap nerves. There is nutritional testing, deficiencies, sensitivity testing. There's energy work that would be similar to pranic healing called Tibetan energy, Tibetan um, work that we do to clear the energy centers. And then there is emotional works, which would be very similar to um, pranic healing as well. And if people would like to get in contact with you either for kinesiology or I gather private pranic healing sessions, can yeah. they do so? Yeah, they can do. They can book in through um, the Nudur Wellness Centre website um, or they can contact me on 086-868-2251. Well, you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed myself here tonight. My very first meditation, Twin Hearts Meditation at St. Oliver's Parish here. Jenny Hannigan, thank you very much. I'll be back next month. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. The Clonmel Podcast. Thank you, Jenny Hannigan. So there we have it. That is the Clawmill Podcast for this Friday of the Bank Holiday Weekend. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email the Clawmill Podcast at gmail.com. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course on the website www.theclawmillpodcast.com. Until next week, stay safe, look after one another, and enjoy the Bank Holiday Weekend. This podcast was brought to you by County Tipperary Skillnet. Flexible, industry-relevant, subsidised training for people in business. Find out more at countytipperaryskillnet.com or call 052 61 Skillnet Ireland is funded from the National Training Fund through the Department of Further and Higher Education, Research, Innovation and Science. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.